Let's go ahead and open up to the book of James this morning. The book of James, starting in chapter 3 of James, as we get started here. James chapter 3. Starting in verse 1. And if you don't have a Bible, you're more than welcome to read onto the screen. Or if you do have a Bible, you're more than welcome to read onto the screen. Amen. Let's look at verse 1 real quick. Chapter 3 and verse 1. He says, Let not many of you become teachers, my brethren. Knowing that as such, we will incur a stricter judgment. For we will all stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able to bridle the whole body as well. Now if we put the bits into the horse's mouth, so that they will obey us, we direct the entire body as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so great and are driven by strong winds, are still directed by a very small rudder, wherever the inclination of the pilot desires. So also the tongue is a small part of the body, and yet it boasts of great things. See how great a forest is set aflame by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire, the very world of iniquity. The tongue is set among our members as that which defiles the entire body and sets on fire the course of our life and is set on fire by hell. For every species of beasts and birds, of reptiles and creatures of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by human race. But no one can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil and full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. And from the same mouth come both blessing and curses. My brethren, these things ought not to be this way. Does a fountain send out from the same opening both fresh and bitter water? Can a fig tree, my brethren, produce olives or a vine produce figs? Nor can salt water produce fresh. Let's pray real quick. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just pray that your anointing be upon this message this morning, God. Father, help Bring a word, God, that can penetrate our hearts, Lord Jesus, that can help us to go forward for your kingdom, that can be, help us to be more effective in our daily life. Lord, you are so worthy, Jesus. You're worthy, God. Lord, and your word is powerful, God. So let it do what it's going to do this morning. Forgive us for our sins, Lord. We need you in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand praise this morning, amen. Praise to God. Praise the Lord. My, what I want to talk about today is what are you speaking? What are you speaking? You know, we look there in Proverbs and, amen, I don't know where y'all got that verse, but God is good, amen. 
Proverbs in 18 and 21. And the Bible says this, that there is power of death and life are in the power of the tongue. Amen. And so what we come to realize, saints, is that there is power in our tongue and there is power in our words. Can I get an amen? Amen. There's power like some of us don't even begin to even comprehend. You know, just because of things that are said, how how many of y'all know sometimes people die because of what can be said? Hello. You know, tongues can be a weapon of mass destruction, launching holocausts and wars. And tongues can also be the death of marriages and families and friendships and churches and careers and hopes and understanding. Hello, somebody, and reputations. Can I get an amen? Amen. Tongues can be the death of all these things, but on the flip side, they can also be the life of all these things. See, I want to share this. God put this on my heart to share this with you today, amen, because it's important that we are aware of what we are speaking because our words have power, amen, in order to impact in our lives and in the lives of others. We know that God, just by speaking, spoke the world into existence. And how many of y'all know sometimes when we begin to speak some things, we can begin to speak some things into existence. We can begin to speak some things that bring life. Or we can begin to speak some things that bring death. God is good, amen? Amen. So just like people can die because of what's spoken, how many of y'all know people also live because of something that is said? The tongue can be a tree of life, Proverbs 15 and 4 says. Tongue can be used to reconcile people, and tongues can be used to make peace. And how many of y'all know the Bible says this, that blessed are the peacemakers... Tongues can make marriages become sweet again. Hello, somebody. Tongues can make families strong again. Your words can make churches healthy again. Hello, somebody. How many of y'all know we need a healthy church today, saints? And tongues can give hope to the despairing and advance understanding, and they can spread the gospel. Somebody say spread the gospel. So what we come to realize today is what will come out of your mouth is either bringing life or it's bringing death. Now I want to share something with you real quick concerning what comes out of your mouth. Amen. Because in Luke 6 and 45, Jesus said these words right here. He said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. 
out of the abundance of the heart. So we have to ask ourselves, it's going to depend on what's filling your heart according to what is being said out of your mouth. Hello, somebody. See, you can tell how somebody's heart is, amen. You can tell where their heart is by what they're saying out of their mouth. You can tell what's truly inside of a heart of a man or woman concerning what's coming out of their mouth. See, how many of y'all know that's why Jesus is so concerned with your heart? In fact, he goes on to say, guard your heart for out of it flows the wellspring of life. Out of it flows the issue of life. Are y'all with me today? And so I want to share this with you because a critical heart will produce a critical tongue. And a self-righteous heart will produce a judgmental tongue. Hello, somebody. And a bitter heart will produce an acerbic tongue. And an ungrateful heart will produce a grumbling tongue. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, what are you speaking today? See, we can always tell what the heart looks like by what's coming out of their mouth. And so the words that you speak will all depend on what's filling your heart. See, that's why you got to fill your heart with the right stuff. Hello, somebody. A loving heart produces a gracious tongue. Hello, somebody. A faithful heart produces a truthful tongue, and a peaceful heart produces a reconciling tongue. And a trusting heart produces an encouraging tongue. Did you know that just by the words that you share, amen, it can begin to impact somebody's life? Just by the words that you share, it can begin to change somebody's whole day. Are y'all with me today? Somebody might be having a tough day. And you can speak a word, amen, that can turn it all around. Somebody might be having a tough day, but you can speak a word that might send them over the edge. Hello, somebody. See, we never know what people are dealing with. We never know what people are going through. See, that's why it's important for us to grab a hold of this today. Amen. And begin to make sure we're aware of what we're speaking out of our mouths today. God is good. Amen. Somebody say, you got to fill your heart with the word of God. Proverbs 10 and 11 says, make your mouth a fountain of life. Be slow to speak. See, we need to be encouraging more than we need to be critiquing. Are y'all with me today? And we got to begin to look for opportunities to speak, amen, kind words, amen, and words that will empower. Are y'all with me today? Now, I want to share with you real quick uh, a silly example of something real quick, amen. There was a, a group of these frogs. And they were traveling through the woods, amen? 
And two of them ended up falling into a deep pit. And all the other frogs gathered around the pit. And they saw how deep the pit was. Amen. And so they told the two frogs that had fallen into this pit. And this is what they said to them. Amen. They said, you guys are as good as dead. Hello. And so the two fallen frogs ignored their comments and tried to jump up out of the pit with all of their might. And the other frogs kept telling them to stop. They said, stop, with, stop trying. You're, you're as good as dead. And then finally, one of the fallen frogs took heed to what they were saying, and he gave up, and he laid down, and he died. Now, the other fallen frog, he continued to jump as hard as he could. Hello. And once again, this crowd of frogs yelled at him to stop, amen, and just die. And he jumped harder and harder, and finally, he made it out of that pit. And when he got out, the other frog said, did you not hear us? And the frog explained to them that he was deaf and that he was hard of hearing and he thought that they were encouraging him the whole time to jump up out of that pit and <laughs> so he was getting motivated hello somebody say thank God for being deaf somebody say there's power in your words and so this story teaches two lessons. It teaches that there's the power of life and death in the tongue and that an encouraging word to someone who is down can lift them up and help them make it through this life, amen, through their day, through their circumstance, through their trial, amen, through their challenge. Are y'all with me today? And on the flip side, a destructive word to someone who is down can be what it takes to kill him. Somebody say, be careful of what you say. And so what I want to speak to you today, amen, is that it's important for us to speak life to those who cross our path. It's important for us to speak life to those around us. We got to speak this. Amen. Because what we speak is, is, is beginning to manifest around us. See, what we're speaking is what is going to begin to go and move into the natural. It's going to become, amen, our reality in our life. If we're always speaking down concerning the situation, amen, then that's what's going to be produced. But if we're speaking, amen, and we're calling the things that aren't as though they were, that's what will be produced in our lives. If we speak life to our loved ones in our, in our marriages, in our relationships, amen, and amen, and, 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 and then how many of y'all know that's probably going to begin to blossom? But if we're speaking negative and we're speaking death and we're speaking these things that are destructive, how many of y'all know that's what might begin to blossom? See, you've got to be aware of what you're speaking because there's power in your words. There's power 
amen, of life and death in the tongue. So my question today is, what are you speaking? When people come around you, what do they hear coming out of your mouth? Do they hear a word that they're going to be, they're going to make it? Do they hear the gospel coming out of your mouth? That if Jesus, if God is for you, then who can be against you? That greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Hello? Are they hearing you're never going to make it? You might as well give up. You might as well quit. I know that's what the devil's telling some of us in our ear. But how many of y'all know the devil is a liar? God is good, amen? See, that's why you got to get on the right team. You got to get on the winning team. Hello? And you've got to grab this word and let it get down into your spirit and into your heart. And you've got to begin to proclaim it from the rooftops. And you've got to begin to speak it over your life. And you've got to begin to speak it over your loved ones' lives. And you've got to begin to speak it, amen, over your friends' lives. Hello, somebody. You've got to speak it. You've got to speak the word of God. You've got to speak, amen, the truth. You've got to speak the life. God is good, amen? See, one thing we've got to realize is that our words are more powerful than we may realize. Words can be even more destructive than even sticks and stones. We all heard that, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. How many of y'all know that's a lie? The things that we say can do more damage than, amen, even some things in the physical. Hello. See, I want us to grab a hold of this because if we can grab a hold of this, I believe that uh, everything in our life is going to begin to blossom. Everything in our life is going to begin to blossom. God is good, amen. I know y'all want to be blessed, don't you? God is good. I'm going to read to you real quick in in James verse 2 For we all stumble in many ways if anyone does not stumble in what he says he is a perfect man able to bridle the whole body as well Now if we put the bits into the horse's mouth so that they will obey us we direct their entire body as well. Look at the ships also, though they are so great and are driven by strong winds, are still directed by a very small rudder whenever the inclination of the pilot desires. So also the tongue is a small part of the body, and yet it boasts of great things. Are you all with me today? Now, I want to stop right there for just a moment. Amen. Because the scripture says that the tongue has the power of life and death. And words, whether good or bad, they pierce deep. Amen. But Proverbs 12 and 18 says this. Reckless words pierce deep like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing 
And so words spoken in haste or too quickly, even without the intention of hurting, can in fact still pierce like a sword. Can I get an amen? And sometimes we say things in our life and we're not intending on them to hurt. Amen. But how many of y'all know a lot of times they still can hurt? Hello. We don't intend to, to, for them to bring destruction, but if we're not cautious and we're not aware of what we're speaking, we can be killing the very thing that we're trying to bring life to in our lives. But the word spoken from a wise heart, somebody say a wise heart. They do the very opposite. They can heal and they can bring encouragement. So are we speaking words of destruction and death? Are we speaking words, amen, of healing and of life? And you and I, we can't tame the tongue within ourselves. But how many of y'all know under subjection to the Holy Spirit, amen, we can do it. But we've got to be aware We've got to be walking in the spirit so we don't carry out the desires of the flesh. And we've got to have our heart con and conditioned properly by the word of God, by the truth of God, so that what flows out of it will be life. And it'll give life to people. Amen. It'll bring life to the people that we speak it to. Amen. They'll come alive and they'll blossom and they'll heal. You want to heal your relationships, start speaking life to them. Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen? Proverbs 10 and 19 says, then words are many, when words are many, Sin is not absent. But he who holds his tongue is wise. Are y'all with me today? You know, if the tongue has such power, it would seem that sometimes it would be best, amen, left idle. In other words, what I'm saying is, that we need to recognize when it's time to speak, but more importantly, we've got to recognize when it's time to be quiet. See, sometimes we speak too much and we don't know when to be quiet. Let me, let me use a word that might grab your attention since some of y'all seem to have gone into another world. Amen. Sometimes when we speak too much, we got to learn how to shut up. God is good, amen? Proverbs 12, 6 says, The words of the wicked lie in wait for blood, but the speech of the upright rescues them. Truthful lips endure forever, but a lying tongue lasts only a moment. And he who guards his lips guards his life. But he who speaks rationally will come to ruin. So you got to watch what you're saying. He who guards his lips guards his life. But he who speaks rashly will come to ruin. Hello. 
Now, I want to I I share something with you. How many of y'all know we've got to think before we speak? Some of us, we just, some people, they just speak whatever they, whatever's on their mind, they speak it. And then they have to go clean up a big old mess. Are y'all with me today? Somebody say, think before you speak. Somebody say, change our heart, Lord. So when we talk about think, I want to break that down real quick for you. And I don't have it on the board, but I have it right here, so I'm going to share it. Amen. The T, amen, is out of think. Are y'all with me? Yeah. Is what we need to consider is, is it true? In other words, what I'm saying, is it true? Hello. H, is it helpful? Is what I'm saying helpful? Because sometimes it might even be true, hello, but it might not be helpful. It might be the truth, but it might not help the situation. It might not help our circumstance. It might not help the relationship. It may not help us to go forward. It may not help, amen, bring life. Are y'all with me today? So is it true and is it helpful? And then the I is, is it inspiring? And the end is, is it necessary? Is it really necessary? Come on. Hello. And K is, is it kind? And if what we're about to say doesn't pass these tests, then how many of y'all know we need to keep our mouth shut? Hello. God is good, amen. God is good. The Bible says that uh, if a believer is never at fault in what he says, he is a perfect, fulfilled, mature, complete person. In other words, spiritual maturity requires that we have control of our tongue. See, when we talk about becoming mature, this is what it consists of. Controlling what we say. Are y'all with me? Now, I want to share with you real quick here. I had read to you those scriptures in 3 and 6, and I'm not going to be before you long. Amen. But it said in verse 4, look at the ships also, though they are so great and are driven by strong winds, are still directed by a very small rudder. Whatever the inclination of the pilot desires, so also the tongue is a small part of the body, and yet it boasts of great things. See how great a forest is set aflame by such a small fire? And the tongue is a fire in the very world of iniquity. And the tongue is set among our members as that which defiles the entire body. Did you know your tongue it defiles your entire body? And it sets on fire the course of our life. And is set on fire by hell. And so I want to give you three. There's three examples that right here. 
of how a small object can exert a lot of control. The number one was the bit. This small piece of metal in a horse's mouth can cause the horse to turn right or left or to cause it to stop. Amen. Or a rudder, this small part of a ship allows the, uh, the captain to steer the ship wherever he wants to go. Or how about a spark, amen? A single spark can ignite a forest fire under the right conditions, and it can cause immense explosion, amen? And so these are examples of small objects, amen, and yet they're able to control of immersed power and steer them against, amen, all kinds of things. And so the tongue is not only powerful, amen, but in verse 6 it says it is also perverse. And it's small and influential, but worse by far, it can be uh, satanic and infectious. Are y'all with me today? And so in verse 7, but it begins to say the tongue is not only like an uncontrolled fire, but it's also like an untamed beast. Somebody say, you got to tame your tongue. I'm going to ask the worship team to go ahead and come forward. But I want to share a story with you as I'm about to close. Amen. I want to give you an illustration. And I had given, shared this before, but I want to share it again. And so there was a woman that was in a village who maliciously gossiped about another lady and her family in this village. And one day she found out that she was wrong about this lady and that her family and had a change of heart. And she went to the villages. Why? Did you hear all that feedback? That means it's really hot. And she went to the villages, wise man, and asked how she could take back all the wrong she had done. And the wise man told her to go home and kill her chickens. Amen. And pluck out all their feathers and put them in a bag. And after this, she was to go back and see the wise men again. And on her way back, she was to scatter all the feathers that she had plucked from the chicken. And so this lady did what she was told. And she went and got back to the man. And he, amen. And he told her, now go back and pick up all the feathers that you have scattered. And the woman was astonished at such a command and said, by now the wind has carried the feathers throughout the village and beyond and the wise man then told her and so it is with your careless words they're like a feather scattered in the wind hello somebody and how many y'all know and, and, and you can't retrieve them and so with that woman with a broken heart, because of her words she had spoken, went her way, and she determined from that day forward that she was going to watch her words. Hello. How many of y'all know our words can be like those feathers in the wind that are scattered, amen, and we can't go back and pick them back up. Hello. We can't go back and, amen, take them back. They've already done the damage that they're going to do. Hello. So my question today is, what are you speaking? What are you speaking over your life? What are you speaking over other people's lives? You got power in your words, amen. 
want to speak something over your life this morning. God says that he wants to do something great through each and every one of your lives. He says that he has called you to greatness. Amen. He says that don't worry about what the past has done. Don't worry about what's happened in the past. Amen. But he says, look at the future because from where I'm looking, the future looks bright from here. He says, amen. Keep your focus on me. Keep your focus on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. And continue to move forward. Amen. Because what I have in store for you is great, says the Lord. And what I want to do through your life is great and mighty. And what I want to do through this church is great and mighty. And what I want to do through this ministry is great and mighty. But you've got to stay focused. Amen. You've got to stay focused. Hello. Don't get distracted. Don't get, get caught up in, man, in all the little stuff. Don't get caught up in all the stuff. Amen. That's, that's taking away your focus. Come on. Stand to your feet this morning. He says, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. I'm developing greatness in and through your life. And I'm going to take you further than you could ever begin to imagine. I'm going to take you further than you could ever begin to imagine. I'm going to do some things in your life if you'll just stay submitted to me. If you'll just stay connected to me. I'm gonna, you're gonna be amazed, but it's gonna be all me, says the Lord. All you have to do is just stay submitted and stay in my will. Amen. And I'm gonna take you further. I'm gonna begin to prosper. Everything that you touch in your life will begin to prosper. Everything that I declare and command for you to touch will prosper in the name of Jesus. But you've got to begin to believe me and you've got to begin to speak it over your life. Right there where you are this morning. I want you just to begin to speak life, amen, out of your mouth. Over your life, over your family's life, over your friend's life, over your loved ones, over this church. Right there, just begin to speak it out of your mouth. Come on. Come on, let me hear you speak it this morning. Don't worry about what your neighbor's doing. Don't worry about what's going on around you this morning. God is going to do something great in your life.